This is the JVology Show, the place where you'll learn how to create profitable joint ventures and listen to different entrepreneurs that could be the perfect JV partners for your business. And now, please welcome our global speaker, best-selling author, high-ticket sales expert, joint venture mentor, and the host of this podcast, Jay Fizette. Hello and welcome everybody. Jay Fazette here at the JVology Live Show, and I am with the brilliant Nancy Luzlin. Good. How are you today, Nancy? Fabulous. Thank you so much, Jay. Awesome, awesome. Okay. So just so everybody knows here, I am in the midst of sort of resetting up my studio so that I can, and I gotta get this all square <laughs> so that I can actually do these without sitting down. I don't know about the rest of you, but if there has been a drawback to COVID, and there may have been one or two for most of us, but one of them is that I'm spending way, 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 way too much time in my chair, and I'm going to reinvent my office, my studio, and all that stuff to be able to stand. So, a couple of things. Uh, before we dive into our show, uh, I want to give you a, sort of the broad picture about how these things work. So, the JDLG show is aimed at one thing and one thing only. It is featuring brilliant folks who are in the JDLG community, and by the way, um, I'm the creator of JVology, the perfect mix of people, fun, and profit. For those of you who don't know what that is, we are a community of entrepreneurs that grow our business through collaboration, which, by the way, happens to be one of our core topics today, through collaboration, where we come together and uh, we redesign our business models. We redesign how we uh, go about acquiring leads. We redesign how we serve our clients with one simple premise in mind, is that we are better together. What that means is that Nancy has skills, abilities, and approaches that I don't have. I have skills, abilities, approaches that she doesn't have. And if we were to put our hearts and minds and brains together, we would be able to do um, a better job for our clients. And that's fundamentally what JVology stands for. So we do that in a bunch of different ways. We have our upcoming JVLG Live, which happens September 22nd to 24th. You should get a ticket. Uh, we do things like giveaways that help feature uh, our community members to the world. We do these regular shows where I get to hang out with cool people like Nancy. Um, we have consulting programs like Flow in the world of, of joint ventures. Fundamentally, if you can think about it, we likely do it or support people in doing it. So with that, I'm going to play our little introduction uh, video in a moment, and then we're going to come back and we're going to dive into a great conversation with Nancy about becoming a collaborative influencer. And on that note, I have got to find the one I want to play the best. I love this one. I like that one, but I'm going to play this one too. All right, and on that note, Nancy, please, please start with giving us the 5,000-foot view of who you are, who you serve, how you serve them, and uh, let's find out a little bit more about you and what you're up to. Fabulous. So, Nancy Loveland, good. I am an internal mobility and certified high-performance coach. That basically means I am here to help you get to the very top of where you want to be, your destination location within your current organization, and do it at higher performing than most of your peers, what the standard norms would be, and to do it without losing your relationships, without sacrificing your health, 
And let's add a little bit more playtime into it as well. So we really want to make sure that we're helping you choose what's really important to you, set up an agenda and a roadmap to get you to the career you want to be in, and make sure that you can do it in the lifestyle that you're really committed to. Okay, so tell us who's an who's an ideal client. Uh, we work with women, predominantly Gen Xers, so forty years old and older, and we work with women who are really frustrated with the glass ceiling, just bashing your head against that, working so hard, feeling like you've got to work twice as hard as your peers to get ahead, and really feeling like that competition is is the key thing. And we're here to show you that collaboration is actually a better way to go about it. Okay. I love that. And you know, I mean, that's our, our driving force. So, so in the world of still the glass ceiling, um, and, and I'm just going to ask a bunch of, of silly questions, Nancy. So forgive my ignorance. If I, I, uh, it's, it feels to me like the glass ceiling is still more in the corporate world than it is in the entrepreneurial world. I mean, there's lots of research, research that says women are better entrepreneurs because they get, a, a, they're better at support, they're better at engaging community, they're better at collaboration, all those sorts of things that they frankly do better in the world of small business. But for, from like the glass ceiling thing, it, mm -hmm. is, there, is there a relationship between what happens in the corporations and how, they cope, uh, how women cope in, in entrepreneurship and small business? There's a small bit, but again, when we start looking at how do we approach getting where we want to be, and Jay, you, you're big on the collaboration. So even when we move into the entrepreneurial world, if we sit there and we look at everybody else as our competition, as the enemy, yeah. we really stymie ourselves and we don't get to broaden our perspective, understand, maybe learn from folks who have already gone down a path that maybe isn't the most profitable or perhaps even the least work, <laughs> right? We want to, <laughs> we want to work smarter, not harder. And by doing that with others and learning from one another, uh, even in the corporate world, being part of a lot of executive forums and leadership groups, I was always really shocked when I went into those spaces and we just met each other, got to know one another as people, how open everybody was. You know, before that, it was like, oh no, you're that other firm, we can't talk to you. But then once you start realizing you do have a lot of shared challenges because of your market, because of your products, uh, your industry, whatever that case may be. But when you can come together and create some shared solutions, some coalitions, if you will, it really does help from a perspective of litigation or legislation from regulatory aspects. So no matter what entrepreneurial space you're in or corporate space you're in, you still have to be subject to certain rules and I you have to figure a way to get through those and maybe perhaps influence in spaces that just aren't our regular everyday go to work, do our job type of work. And so the more we can collaborate internally, the better we practice that, the better we are when we go externally. Which makes perfect sense. So, so let's actually, why don't we just define, what do you mean by a collaborative influencer? Because I, I, I love that phrase, by the way. Um, and in, in the old days when we used to run mastermind, uh, mastermind meetings uh, for these elite entrepreneurs, and if ever there was a great phrase we, we always liked, we used to tease each other. It's like, okay, the first person that went, trademark, got it. So when I, when, when I saw this in terms of the booking, it's like, that's really good. Somebody should probably trademark that. But, but from your perspective, what is a collaborative influencer? 
So when we hear the word influence, there are sometimes different connotations that go with it. And some people think it's manipulative or you're pressuring. And uh, I don't want other people to influence me, even though we all have to agree that at some point everybody gets influenced. What well, there's a, a lot of it going on these days. <laughs> <laughs> Good, bad or otherwise. As a collaborative influencer, you actually set your vision and help people understand why at first it's important to me and authentically mm -hmm. me. When you hear it, you've got to go, oh, that is so Nancy. I get that from her. Yeah. Yeah. And then I've got to help you, Jay, figure out why might it be important for you? And if mm -hmm. there is no reason it's important for you, that's fine. You're not, not part of my group. You're not part of the movement I'm trying to make. But if I can help you understand at different levels of meaning why that might be important, then you choose to follow me. You choose mm -hmm. to get on my bandwagon and work my cause and help me achieve that vision that I set out. And it becomes your vision. And then you, as somebody who has owned and adopted that vision, then branch out into your sphere of influence and start doing the same thing. So instead of just all the people that Nancy knows, it becomes all the people Nancy knows and Jay knows and Susie knows and Bob knows. And we can collaborate together and bring that to the best solution. Again, diversity is a huge aspect here. When we do studies on diverse teams, they have a 33% higher productivity than non-diverse teams. So right off the bat, a 33%, that's good. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. hell yes. Hell yes. <laughs> I, I was reading a quote the other day on, on Facebook, um, and the thing is, uh, if you're, the phrase, anyway, speaks to what you're talking about. It was like, if you're really unlucky in life, you'll collect a whole bunch of friends who agree with you. <laughs> yes, yes. So, I heard a, a speech once where a gentleman was talking about everybody coming together in unity. We have to stop disagreeing. And he says, no, that's not the fact that what we need mm -hmm. to do is we need to disagree better. And really challenge each other. And that's part of the collaborative process is I bring my mind and my vision and my experience to the table with yours. And we walk away with a better product than either one of us could have created individually. Okay. And, and I'm going to make some assumptions in your coaching program and those sort of things. You help people get to the root of what gets in their way of collaboration to, to really scale influence. So what are some of the things that block people or get in the way? And, and I think you may have already alluded to it in, the, in that quote, but what should our viewers be looking for? It's like, if I want to really increase my collaboration, if I want to really increase my influence, I want to weave these things together. What are some of the blocks, the barriers and the hindrances to that process? One of the key ones is communication. Mm -hmm. And being able to flex your style to someone else's and help them to understand what you're talking about. Now, if I'm speaking to somebody who likes bottom line, hurry up, get it done, move on. I'm not going to tell you a long story. I'm going to give yeah. you bullet points. I'm going to give you bottom line and help you understand why that's important. But if you are somebody who really likes the people part of the experience, then you want to know how does this feel and the vision I've got to really create and help you feel that. So teaching people how to communicate that way is a key aspect of it. The Over the years, uh, oh, sorry, just a quick question for you. Over the years, I have done 8,792 different personality and communication style tests and processes and programs and have led and certified and some blah, blah, blah. Do, do you have a, a preferential tool or a preferential process that, that you believe really makes a difference for folks? There's so many and they all hold yeah. 
pockets of the truth, right? <laughs> so <laughs> that's a good way to put it, by the way. <laughs> things that uh, make sense to us. But I think if we can analyze and determine first, what's our own preference? What style do we like to operate in most? And most yeah. people operate that way, unless they learn mm -hmm. the others that are out there. And there's three or four yeah. others that have been identified through all the different DISC and Myers-Briggs and all those different methods. Um, yeah. But there's they're all pretty close to the same. So I'm, I'm not trying to pigeonhole and I'm not trying to label anybody. And I'm not saying that one of those styles is any better than another. No. They are all really extremely effective when you're using them appropriately. And so depending on what your preference is, doesn't really matter as long as you can flex to somebody else's to help them understand and bring them along. Yeah, but that communication that. Sure. bit is huge. Oh, we use, um, like, and again, not better or worse, I've done a multitude of them, but we've uh, used something called social styles for years in our couples weekends and those sorts of things, just because it is a, um, it's a fast and, and easy one to apply. Some of them, of course, have 37 page workbooks and it's like, that's a lot of data. It's not wrong, but what the hell do I do with it? But uh, so anyway, I was curious if, if you had a preference. So I, I jumped in when you were going to your second point. Okay. So if we get the communication piece down, then what? Then there's something about clarity. You have to really mm -hmm. understand and know what's important to you. And yes. as a leader, <laughs> as a leader, knowing what's important, it's a lot easier to keep your own moral compass, understand the core values and do they align with what you're trying to accomplish? Yes. Uh, it's easier to help people understand you. Uh, just like, oh, okay, because she values this, then I can predict she's going to behave in this manner. And yep. when we can let people know us, that's a, it's a big vulnerability aspect there. A lot of courage needed to open up and say that here's who I am. And yep. this is what you, what you see is what you get. And trusting that other people can do that as well. Because as a leader, if you can role model that and help them understand why that's so important, then they as followers are open and vulnerable and sharing. And again, that's where you get more of that diversity and collaboration effort really coming to the top. I love that. I love that. I love that. So th this is really kind of a big topic and, and there's lots of, uh, of both, you know, those two elements, uh, make sure that we can communicate um, and that whole other piece about knowing who we are and what we value and be able to communicate uh, or articulate that and live into that. Mm -hmm. Two of the most powerful tools as human beings, full stop. So in, in the nuance of what you do, what's a question that people should ask you, but don't? So they, they don't see the, the, um, the, let's say the depth or they miss the depth or they make assumptions about it. What, what, what should people be asking you in terms of your coaching, in terms of the results you deliver, those sorts of things that sometimes gets left off the table? I think one of the key factors that I typically have to bring people around to understanding is, am I doing the right kind of work? And mm, they, they tell me more about that. <laughs> <laughs> they started on this path, whether it was in college, some high school counselor put them on it, or maybe it was, they were lucky enough to get a job. And so then they just start, started there and their HR department put them on a path uh, as far as their career goes, but they're not loving it. And it really doesn't speak to the nuances of who they are. Maybe it doesn't add enough of the creative process. 
uh, or there isn't a lot of collaboration, that's something that they would like to do. It's more isolated in a cubicle or sitting at your home office and really not touching a lot of other people throughout the day. And so if they really do that clarity piece with me and we talk through what's important and we get into more of the, the courage and having the energy to do the things that you want to do, um, you know, it's been said that fatigue makes cowards of us all, because if we're tired, we're wore out, it's, it's hard to look at these things. And so a lot of people just say, I'm just going to stay on this path and I'm going to keep going and I'm going to keep charging tr through because the next job, I'll like that one. Maybe, yeah. maybe not. <laughs> and if you're not loving this one, you may not be doing the best representation of who you are and what you could bring to the table yeah. because your heart's not in it. And so you may never get to that next job. Yeah. And it it's, could be a few little skills to tweak it. And that's all it takes. Well, you know, what's interesting is that I'm, uh, perhaps you're not familiar, but there, there's a, a famous Canadian who wrote something called the wealthy barber. Uh, this has got to be goodness dates me, but he probably wrote the first, the first version of like 30 years ago. And, uh, and it was in that book where I got for the very first time in my life, this concept of the big rocks. Is like if we just put the big rocks in place then the vast majority of the rest of the shit simply gets taken care of if we can just put the big rocks in first and i i have fervently believed these these three things are the big rocks of most people's lives number one the person we choose to spend our life with number two what we choose to do for our living and for our career and number three where we choose to live and if we put those three things as the big rocks a bunch of the other stuff gets one hell of a lot easier. Mm -hmm. um, so I, I love to hear you saying that, you, considering that conversation, because time and again, I've seen people pushing headlong into something that from the outside looking in just did not fit or feel right or seem appropriate. And anyway, it's like, why are, why are you battling this? That just feels like a make work project that causes you pain. And it's like, cause it's what I've always done. And it's like, well, that might not be our best reason. <laughs> Go ahead. I'm sorry. I, I was just going to say, so how do you redirect folks who, who is like, well, wait a second. I've never thought of, about that. It's just what I do. I, how do you how, like that? I, I, I know I've run up against it and it's like, well, I don't know what else to say to you, but it's like, that looks like it hurts. And if I keep doing something that hurts, I might want to stop. <laughs> like, <laughs> Yeah. So we talk through collaboration, but also creativity and contribution. So when we look at this, most people, if I asked you, Jay, do you feel like you're a creative person? And I, I think I'm batshit creative, but uh, my wife might just think batshit. Like <laughs> 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 and so because have, you do this, right? You do what you yeah. do. And even your fabulous videos that you showed at the beginning of this clip were awesome. That, that creative process doesn't happen in a lot of people's work they are isolated in a piece of what they do and not the whole bit. So when I ask most women, are you creative? They say, no, I don't sing. I don't play an instrument. No, I don't paint nothing. Okay. So we're thinking the fine arts, performing arts. Sure. That's creative. But when I talk to you about your space, your house, who picked the carpet, who picked the paint colors, who picked the furniture and the art. Yeah. And they're like, well, I did. Okay, that's your creative expression. 
Yeah. Right. And if you talk about their workspace, if they were back in an office or even at home, they probably adapted a workspace that feels good to them. So again, more creative expression. So then we, they start looking at going, oh, hey, I do make these creative choices. And then we look at what work are you doing? How much of you shows up in the product of your work? Like, yeah. Oh, no, none of it. This is no, not me. See, honestly, even when you say that, Nancy, that hurts. Like, that's like, oh, like, how do you live like that? Good and God. exactly why I feel so pulled to this work. <laughs> um, <laughs> I totally get that. Yeah, when I talk to these women and I see the the situations that they're in and the hardship it causes on their health, on their relationships, on their energy levels, they go home at the end of a day where they've given 110% to something they don't like. Like maybe, maybe they like it a little bit. We have to find what is it that you like about that and how do we magnify it? How do we enhance your focus in that space so that you feel more of the day you're living into your purpose? You're living you into that work. And then they can go home to that family, loved ones, dog, houseplant, whatever it might be, and be them again. And just feel like, yes, I accomplished something today that I'm proud of and I, I enjoyed it. And that brings a whole nother aspect to the rest of their lives. I love that. I love that. I love that. Okay. So here, here's what uh, I want you to do. I have this and I'm going to turn my camera off so we can get this up a little bit bigger. Uh, I have this uh, added uh, currently to our stream and um, oh, let me just close that because I was just saying I couldn't make Facebook posts through StreamYard. But this is, I want you to tell people a little bit about how they can find you and how they can uh, reach out to you and how they can work with you and all of those pieces. Could, could you fill us in on that? Absolutely. So Nancy Lublin Good, it doesn't really roll off the tongue that easily. So NLG is what a lot of people call me. So NLG and NLG coaching is who I am. Uh, that's my Facebook page uh, that you're looking at right there. And I also run a Facebook group called Diverse Leaders Growing or Inspiring Growth. So we want to get that conversation together to just really bring great ideas. How do we figure out the common uh, challenges that we're facing right now and bring that together? Um, also on LinkedIn, it's Nancy Loveland Good, Loveland Dash Good. So um, any of those places you can find me, chat me up. I'm at Nancy at nalgcoaching.com for my email. I'm happy to take any emails if you'd like. Awesome. Now, just to be clear about this, because, uh, you know, pop my, uh, just because I was having difficulty through StreamYard posting those things, there, it's posting to YouTube uh, and not Facebook. I, if you can just bear with me a second, um, my dear, or even if you could put any of those in the private chat between you and I, then I can scoot over to Facebook and I can actually put those in. I just can't put them in directly through here because of some, um, I think StreamYard just keeps losing its, um, I don't know what you call it, its connectivity or its its, con its uh, approval process um, through Facebook, unfortunately, which is a bit of a pain in the butt. But um, I do have it sort of figured out now if we can get those in because I want people to be able to find you. Okay, so there it is. All right, I think I got it working now. All right. Oh, here. <laughs> um, 
Do you have, well, I'm just getting this up here. Do you have a, a story or case study or a, a client of yours that you particularly sort of loved working with and all those sorts of things that would, you know, perhaps give a great um, experience of where and how uh, people work with you? Sure. Do you want me to? Yeah, you go to town. Or just well, tell or, or, or yeah, just tell it to us while I'm getting these things posted in our in our chat window, and then uh, and then we're gonna we're gonna encourage people to reach out to you and wrap her up. Okay. Yeah, I worked with uh, one woman, and she had she felt like okay, I'm I'm doing okay, but I am gonna be an empty nester soon, so I might have some things, some changes coming up, and I want to be prepared for them. So she started working with me um, in my, one of my one-on-one -on -one programs, and at first it was it was fantastic. You know, she's making she's like, I never thought about that. You ask tough questions. I don't know, <laughs> and she really did put in the time to think about it during our sessions. And it was fantastic. And about midway through our first group of coaching, um, she did become an empty nester and her husband left her. Mm. And she, she was like, wow, this just came out of left field. We've been married for over 30 years. I was, I'm shocked. I don't, I don't know. And so we kept working through, and continuing on to use the, the tools that I offer through my programs. And she, about six weeks after her husband left, she says, you know, if this had happened before we started working together, it would have crushed me. Mm -hmm. but right now I am bench pressing this mother. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I may live alone right now. I am not alone because I have this support group and I have this network and I, these are my friends and I know how to communicate my needs and I know what I want. And all of these things were just so perfectly aligned for her. And of course, within that, she also changed jobs because she was super unhappy with where she was and determined that it wasn't living into who she was. It wasn't a good fit. And she found another organization that was just spot on for exactly what she wanted to do. It's a, a nonprofit organization helping military families. And cool. she's loving it. And she's got so much power in that, that group. And she's making decisions and she's building strategies and she's loving it. It's doing fantastic. I, I that's a that's a marvelous story, and I love that I'm bench pressing this mother. So I also brought up your your nlgcoaching.com. Uh, so gang, if you want to reach out to Nancy, uh, just the the links are in the chat, um, and reach out, go see her, because here's the truth of the matter: is that everything is easier with collaboration. Um, the truth of the matter is that we all of us need some perspective and alignment in terms of what's going on and what we're facing. And Nancy is a pro at all of it. So you get last words for, uh, for encouraging folks to explore if they're sitting there it's like, well, I wonder if I should, or I wonder if I shouldn't, um, any sort of nudges for the right folks to say, I'm going to come talk to you. Yeah. I'm going to offer you a free five days to check me out. So we are going to wow. be doing a challenge in September. We're going to be nice. doing uh, five days to better career communication. So again, one of those key factors that I said was super important, learning how to flex your style. So in five days, we're going to teach you how to learn your style, uh, read the tells on the people you work with. So understand what their style is, learn how to write differently, learn how to present differently so that you can be in that right space 
to get people to adopt your vision, your look for the future. And so that's September 13th uh, on my Facebook page later today that that's going to go live. So you're going to have links there to uh, kick in and, and check it out. Awesome. 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 Well, Nancy, I deeply appreciate you hanging out with us and sharing with us the tools and the processes to become way, way, way more collaborative and influential. And I look forward to serving and supporting that this, uh, this challenge coming up. Cause I think that's a great, great topic, particularly September. It's like there's, there's always that whole sort of reorientation and diving in. I think your timing is meticulous. Perfect. Thanks Jay. Appreciate it. All right, you're very, very welcome. All right, gang, so for those of you, a couple of things, make sure you go and check out Nancy's pages, make sure you participate in her uh, career communication challenge that's coming up. A uh, little bit of other news just to let you know is if you have not got yourself registered for the JVology Live, which is uh, live but virtual, so you can participate from the comfort of your own coach, it is coming up on September 22nd to the 24th. Um, and it is an opportunity to meet quite literally 150 plus brilliant other entrepreneurs looking for joint venture partners, wanting to feature you on their Facebook lives, on their podcasts, in their, uh, in their world to help solve their clients' problems even better. So we will see you soon. Have a great day. Bye-bye. If you want to be a part of a vibrant global joint venture community, then join us. Go to JVology.com and join our Facebook group. Just look for JVology, the perfect mix of people, fun, and profit.